And welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita, and today is Friday, September the 25th, 2020. As always, I give thanks to God for you, for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones, um, those people, places, and things that are divinely connected to you. Some of you may have a burden for places. Um, Maybe God has laid it upon your heart to pray for cities, states, um, and nations or uh, specific places throughout the world. Um, Some of you may have a a burden for things, organizations, institutions, where um, God has placed it on your heart to pray and to birth some things out out of those particular things or those particular areas. So truly... I thank God for you because you are doing what God has called you to do. You are fulfilling his purpose for that particular person, that place, or that thing that he has entrusted you with, that he has entrusted you to stand in the gap for. And I believe God's word enough to know that if you pray that God is changing things, on behalf of your prayers. And so I want to encourage you to keep praying. Maybe you haven't seen the manifestation of it. Maybe you are losing faith or you still believe, but on today you're saying, God, help my unbelief. Keep praying. Keep praying. God can do anything. He can do anything. And if you believe that according to according to his word, then you know that if you are praying according to the word of God, then you know that God can do it. Then you know that he is able, that you know that he has all power in his hands and that there is nothing or no one too hard for God. There is nothing or no one too hard for God. People always often talk about um, free will when you're praying for a person. They will say, well, you know, um, this person has free will. So, you know, they can do whatever they want to do. And you know what? People do have free will. So if you're standing in the gap for your children or you're standing in the gap for a spouse or your parents or maybe someone that you don't know personally, but God has given you some insight into what's going on with them. And you're looking at them and you're feeling discouraged because of the free will that we've always heard about. Well, you know, we've been reading about Jonah. Jonah had free will. And Jonah, you know, Jonah, guess what? He enacted his free will. Remember, he was like, I'm out of here. I'm not going to Nineveh. I am not going to Nineveh. And he got on that boat. He created a disturbance. The people threw him over. He ended up in the in the um, fish's belly, and that's where he prayed. That's where he prayed. So God has a way. God has a way that if he that that if he is speaking to someone and they have decided to go and do things their way, he has a way. He has a way of of turning them. He has a way of calling them out of whatever it is they're in. So some people's free will, because God is long-suffering, 
he allows them to go on with their free will and do their thing for an extended period of time before they will find themselves in the belly of of the fish. And not literally, I'm I'm using that as a as as a as a metaphor, but some people will they will not cry out until they find themselves in the belly of the fish or until they find themselves in the pig's pen like the prodigal son. They will not cry out until then, and that's when we have to be there for them all the more. That's why we have to keep praying for them all the more because our desire, even in this season, as we're being self reflective and as we're looking inwardly, our desire should be like Jesus' desire, that no man should perish. So ultimately, we want them drawn back to God. Ultimately, we want them to return back to the Father's house. Ultimately, ultimately, we are praying that God will not turn them over to a reprobate mind. But they will, by the transforming of their mind, be able to discern the good, perfect, and acceptable will of God. And so on Fridays, you know, and and I've already kind of given you what the Lord has, has given me, and it really came in my spirit on yesterday as I had joined um my pastor does uh, does a YouTube live, and I had joined it, and he went through everybody's names that were listed, and, and he prayed that we would um, have the good and perfect will of God, good, perfect, and acceptable will of God. And so on this morning as I was reading the book of Jonah again, and that's why that came to mind about the free will, and as I read Jonah's prayer in chapter 2, and Jonah had talked about that, you know, it was at his lowest when he called on God. And we we are in a season now where we are, we are calling on God. And maybe you are in the valley and maybe you're on the mountaintop. I don't know where you are, but the word of God said, for the, when, you, when you have eaten and when you are full, do not forget about God. And it usually it usually never fails in in times of our lives where things will happen, and they will happen in a way, and that's when we turn to God. And I believe that it's in those situations God is trying to get our attention. And when we look back over our lives, really, and I know for me for sure, I can see times where God was trying to get my attention. And he, he would drop something in my spirit, and I would pay attention to it just a little bit to feel better about it, and then I would go on. But I never stayed there. I never allowed myself to really get rooted into the things of God. Only when trouble came, and I'm just being real on this morning, only when trouble came did I find myself, you know, digging up the dirt, planting the seed, you know, allowing somebody to, you know, allowing myself to get planted just a little bit, just a little bit. But when the sun was shining and everything was going well, you know, then, you know, I was I was good. 
I didn't quote unquote need God, but when trouble came, it was like, man, I need him. And there's nothing wrong with that. But but what what I will say to you in that is that when that trouble comes and when you turn to God, allow God to root you. Allow yourself to be rooted in the things of God. Don't allow God to 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 bring you out of it only for you to kind of unplant yourself and go back to to your ways. Don't don't allow that. Take a minute and allow God to root you because that's what he is trying to do in our situation. He is trying to, if we allow him, if we surrender, if we get in our word enough, and not just be hearers of the word, but doers of the word, if we allow ourselves to get with people who are like-minded so that iron can sharpen iron, if we allow ourselves to get with older people, or not necessarily older people, but people who are more advanced in the word, people who have a deeper relationship with God to pour into us. If we allow those things to happen, we will begin to be rooted. So whether we're on the mountaintop or whether in we're in the valley, we will still say, he's still God. <laughs> whether we are on the mountain or whether we're in the valley, we'll say, God, I believe. There may be times where we'll say, God, help my unbelief, but we'll, be, we'll still say, God, I believe. Whether we're in the mountain or we're in the valley, we'll still make time for God. Nothing will take precedence over God. So on this weekend, I need to ask you to think about something. Have you allowed yourself to be rooted in God? Not because you're just facing a situation. Not because you you are caught up in religion or in routine. But how you have you allowed yourself to be rooted in the relationship with the Father? Have you allowed yourself to truly surrender everything to God? Have you really taken everything to God in prayer, those hurts, those wounds, the bitterness, the anger, the hostility, the people who talked about you, the people who gave up on you, the people who walked away from you? Have you truly given it up? Or is it lip service? And if it's lip service, ask yourself, lip service for whom? Because I can tell you there's only probably, don't quote me on this, but there's only probably a handful of people who truly love you unconditionally. There's only probably, if you can count more than five, I might even give you eight, who love you unconditionally. I'm not talking about they don't get upset with you. I'm not. I'm talking about truly love you unconditionally. And if you are 
spending more time with people than you know that don't have that type of love for you, than the people that you know who do, you need to reevaluate that. You need to do some self-reflection. And I'm talking to myself, too. I need to do some self-reflection, and you need to go make those relationships right. And it doesn't matter who was wrong. This is the this is the time to return to God. This is the time for looking inwardly. Looking inwardly. Because at the end of the day, nobody's gonna love you like Jesus. I can tell you that right now. Nobody. Nobody is going to love you like Jesus. And if we are spending our time worried about things and doing things that are not giving him glory, that are not good, that are not perfect, and that are not acceptable in his sight, then we are wasting our time. I'm going to say that again. No one is going to love any of us like Jesus. Not your mama, not your daddy, not your spouse, not your children. No one is going to love you like the Father. And if we are spending our time doing things that are not good, it's in Romans chapter 12, I believe, verse number 2. It says, be transformed by the renewing of our minds so that you, that you, that we may be able to discern what is the good, perfect, an acceptable will of God. What is the good, perfect, and acceptable will of God? How do I know it's good? How do I know it's perfect? How do I know it's acceptable? I'm glad you asked. Is it giving God the glory? Is what you're saying out of your mouth giving God glory? Is what you're doing in your day-to-day life giving God glory on the job, how you handle things, is it giving God glory? Is it good? Is it perfect, pleasing? Is it is it acceptable? If, if the word was to become flesh again, because the Bible said that when Jesus walked, walked the earth, the word became flesh. If the word was to become flesh again in 2020, and Jesus was to be with you everywhere that you go on today and on this weekend. Would it be good? Would it be pleasing? And would it be acceptable in his sight? And if not, we got to do some reevaluation. Now, you might say, well, oh, goodness, Danita, none of us are perfect. I know that. I'm not perfect by any means, by any means. But every day you should be able to say I'm a little bit better than I was yesterday, God. Help me on today to do what's good, to do what's good, pleasing and acceptable in your sight. God, I cussed 20 times on yesterday. Today I cursed maybe 10. I know it's not where you want me to be, God, but but I'm 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 working on it. Help me to do what's good perfect 
and acceptable in your sight. So that is my word for you on today. And I know I said a lot and I was all over the place, but I hope whatever I said that there was something that that connected with your spirit. I hope that there was something that I said that you can meditate on on this weekend, whether it be repenting about maybe casting those aside who who really do love you the way that, that God loves you and thinking about where you spend your time and your energy in terms of being worried about what people say as opposed to being more concerned about what God said. We have to get to a place in our lives where it doesn't matter what people think about us. It doesn't matter what we have or what we don't have. All that matters is what is good, pleasing, and acceptable in the sight of the Lord. All that matters is if God is pleased with your life. All that matters is are you living according to the perfect will of God? There's a permissive will. Yes, there is a permissive will. I don't want God's permissive will. I want his perfect will. I want it for myself. I want it for my children. I want it for those connected to me. And I want it for you. My prayer is that you would be in the good, perfect, and acceptable will of our Lord, Savior, and Jesus Christ. Have an awesome weekend.